All right. <laughs> now, welcome back to my. Are we doing the intro? Yeah, again? yeah. Let's just do the intro again. again? Okay. Yeah. All right. Mind um, games. Take three. Uh, welcome to Mind Games, <laughs> your uh, favorite po- podcast about how video games are propaganda for the deep state. I am CJ. And my name is Alex. <laughs> that was awful. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, go on, Cade. And I'm Cade. <laughs> and uh, today we're going to talk about um, Outlast. But first, I want to address a little bit of listener feedback, since we have some that was good. Um, so thank you. I forget we're officially post-launch. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I want to thank whoever said it. I forget who you were on Twitter. But um, you don't have to pull it okay. up. It's fine. Um, no shout-outs. No, 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 it's, no, no, it's, it's one no, of our countless no, fans. No yeah. shout-outs on this show. Yeah. Um, but uh, they correctly uh suggested that maybe we shouldn't joke about uh not joke but half joke about video games being satanic um because it's lazy and uh it will give people who uh love QAnon uh for the wrong reasons easy access yeah they'll like they'll take things the wrong they'll eat it up they hear this they'll take it the wrong way so um that's mostly a joke what i really meant when i said that was that video games are uh used for evil or bad mostly i don't think that they're like innately that way um just that you didn't light that cigarette well at all (laughs) um but uh yeah most just that they're you know they're under under capital they're just uh pretty much exclusively bad in terms of like what they're trying to say and, and how they go about saying it so uh just to clarify um yeah, video games are not actually satanic necessarily. Maybe I don't know, but uh, yeah, this one kind of comes close. <laughs> yeah, this one. This is a oh, this is a good segue. This yeah. is a this pretty is a spooky game. Evil very, game. We very done spooky. This. If we would launch around Halloween time, this would have been a great Halloween episode. That's true. Um, but yeah, yeah, so we're talking about Outlast. Um, what year did it come out? Oh, that's oh, what I meant by my notes are bad. I didn't write down Hold any on. of that shit. I know it was made made by Red Barrel Games. Um, um it must have been like 2013, 2014. Yep, here we go. Twenty thirteen. Okay. So it was released in yep. twenty thirteen. Um, hot on the tales of Amnesia: The Dark Descent, which is it's basically like that game, just with a different setting. Um, and the. Uh, I mean, as ever, we'll go through a quick plot summary, and then we can talk about the uh, the game itself. Please and tell I, me you have notes for that one. I do. I have oh, a lot they, of notes. They, thank yeah. God. Yeah, I've got a lot the, of notes for the The story game. gets a little convoluted. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, anyways, um, plot summary. You are a journalist who shows up at a, a an, an asylum for the mentally ill, and you have been leaked a, a document stating that there's like you know unethical experimentation experimentation right so you show up you have to things are kind of weird when you get there you break in and uh it turns out that there's like a massacre you good there's dead bodies everywhere yeah there's dead bodies everywhere there's People have been eviscerated. The assi- the inmates are <coughs> roaming around. Roaming around. They're totally free. Watching blank TV screens. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do that sometimes, but um, yeah. So there, I was actually doing that tonight. I was 
trying to realize. get in the right head. Just watching static. <laughs> yeah. So I, my son uh, changed the channel on the TV, and it was just static. And I like was for longer than I <laughs> meant to. Was just kind of looking at it. There's that thing you can do where you watch it for long enough and start seeing shapes and stuff. It's pretty fun. Wow. A fun fact: part of that static is actually the uh, cosmic microwave background radiation. Really? Yeah. That's why we have you on this podcast. There we go. Full of trivia. <laughs> um, if I learned anything this semester, it's that. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, so you you come to discover that uh, an experiment has gone wrong. Um, you have to sneak your way through the asylum. There's no combat in the game. So any of your interactions with like the bad guys is you running and hiding or avo- avoiding them. And long story short, we can get into the details later, but it turns out that this corporation, the Murkoff Corporation, has a Nazi scientist who's working for it. The experiments being done are a con- direct continuation of MK, MK Ultra experience or experiments, and they have figured out how to condition the human mind to channel like some kind of nanobot or something. Yeah, it looks like a ghost in the game, but it's apparently it's yeah, a it gets robot. real hairy at the end. But basically, yeah, they, yeah, they there's can... some kind of ghost thing that they that's super powerful and you know project wall rider yeah wall rider and uh you know there's uh, uh, inmates in the asylum who worship the wall rider there's a guy who's trying to prevent it from getting out of the asylum who also is trying to kill you um the nazi scientist is alive and you meet him and um yeah eventually at the end you become the host of the wall rider um and it kind of ends on a cliffhanger so, uh, to be picked up in a future episode <laughs> for Outlast Two. Yeah, we're not doing Outlast Two. Uh, no, we we let's let's see how we feel after. I that. don't even know how they're related, honestly. I know Murkoff Corporation. Uh, yeah, I would, no, I figure, but I mean, yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's a different main character and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> so, anyways, yeah. What'd y'all think? I'm not gonna start. So, um, yep this uh, this game is a real good way to get sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this game made me wet. <laughs> it made me so moist. Uh. Yeah, it, like literally within like five minutes of turning this fucker on. Like, okay, so it stressed you yeah, out. Yeah, is what so, you're saying. so some background. Like, I haven't played this game in probably what five or six years. Every so often, I'll, I'll like boot up the system and, and you know torture myself for a little bit. Pop it on. But I, I've never gotten really past like the first hour of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Now. Somehow it ended up getting deleted from my system, so I was playing on my brother's uh, console. Who, shout out, uh, did the music for the, yeah. the show. Um, yeah. So, thank so, you. Yeah, thank you again. Um, Thanks, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> and um, found one of his later saves. I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to skip the first portion of the game where you're just running around trying to... You get into the asylum, and you're like, oh shit, I need to get out of here, this is bad. Right. And then it's all locked up. And so I just didn't want to go through that. So I jumped directly into the sewer mission mm-hmm. that was his last save. Nice. And, um, yeah, immediately, it's awful. I mean, I had, like, two batteries. Um, oh, we oh, should, yeah, we, we yeah, should, we should clarify yeah. that the the main mechanic in the game is kind of, like, iconic, if you know anything about the game. But um, where it, when it's dark, the only way you can see is by holding your, your player holds – your character holds a camcorder to his face – and you can turn on like a night vision mode, and you can use that to see in the dark. Mm-hmm. And you have to use batteries to provide power. Um, I'm pretty sure too. The only way to like get any of the notes that he's writing and stuff too is if he's recording. 
Yeah, yeah. There's like there's in-game text you can find, which is like the most important part, probably as far as context of the game. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's documents. Yeah, right, right. The documents you can find, and then if you film something that happens, certain events will your you know your character will write down his like observation or his feelings or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so you're in the sewers. Yeah. So I'm in the sewers. I have like two batteries, and it it took me like a solid like 20 minutes to get out of where the fuck I ended up, and I'm just like running around um, in this, I don't know, this void, this giant like sewer like. I remember that part. There's just. Well, I don't even well. know what to call that. It's it's like a it's, it's like, like a basement. catacomb almost, like a giant yeah. a giant um, yeah. yeah void where all the yeah. sewers like meet, and you're you're running around in this pitch black. I my batteries are like flashing. It's like hey, you are run. I have maybe at most like a minute of illumination, uh, illumination left, and. There's this fucking guy, because I'm hearing, like, this audio lag, or what I thought was audio lag, and I'm like, shit, I thought this game was newer than that. I didn't think it was going to be that, like, shitty. I didn't remember it being that shitty. the footsteps weren't your own. Yeah, no, the splashing around was not just, like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that that was was somebody else that then proceeded to beat me to death, and I got to redo all the... uh, all of the horror, hard work yeah that horror done, before yeah. that and uh yeah my shirt was just fucking soaked after like <laughs> you know you, 30 minutes of this you can game. tell this game stuck with alex because he's like <laughs> hung up on what's like a yeah. three minute section of game <laughs> yeah yeah three minutes for a normal human it's game. true immersion not, if not you're walking me. through water in the game and you're on the outside you're covered in yeah sweat. yeah we're getting meta <laughs> what do you think um it's good i um i really like well i like to think i like horror games and a lot of times they're like disappointing i just like horror stuff but like i had played i don't know way back then like 2013 i had just played amnesia mm-hmm. so for the first time i played outlast um i was very excited for it yeah i think it's a good game it's definitely effective in being scary I- i've played it like too many times now for it to be like as yeah. i guess a- effective in that way but um i have never gotten as far as I have for like how far like going to basically the end for the podcast. But, uh, I think it's good. I think it's, there's a thing with horror games that is very difficult where something that like amnesia does, for example, is like there you're, you're solving puzzles in between just like running away from scary guys that you can't fight right? or like alien isolation. There's like light combat moments and there's like, I feel like more, definitely more complex uh enemy stuff going on to where right. some of them you can fight some of you like obviously the alien you can't fight but um i thought it was good i got really excited at the point in the game where your character starts like showing signs of like also losing his mind but then there's a certain like turning point in the game where the preacher who's like or the the priest who's a character who's kind of like leading you around it's a a patient who's lost his mind and he thinks he's like a, a prophet or whatever for wall writer. But right. when he basically, your character's kind of losing his mind as far as his notes go. And then once the priest is like, you can leave, all of a sudden your notes go back to like, I'm getting out of here. It's I, like it, it's like you switch from being like getting more deep into this stuff mentally right. to just being like, oh, I'm gonna. Go, I'm an investigative reporter again. I'm gonna go tell the world stuff. Yeah. So I thought that, like, as far as the story side, it kind of got disappointing, and the ending is cool. But um, I think it's good. I think it's like okay for a horror game, especially like compared to things that have 
come after it. And I just think Amnesia is really the like for that type standard. of first first person horror. I feel like there's way more of that and stuff like you know Resident Evil Village or whatever that has crossed over in a good way than stuff from Atlas. But yeah, it's okay. Yeah, no, I I really think this is is a solid horror game. I, I don't think yeah. there's really. I definitely think it, it definitely made a name for itself mm -hmm. as like a horror game, but yeah. like I guess I've, it's probably just that I played it too many times. So but I'm I like, think a lot of that though, like, comes from that it's so gory and like yeah. unhinged. Like it's spooky though. It's fucking spooky. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, I think like a lot of games are scary. I mean, Amnesia's scary. Sure, but like, you know, there's like scenes where you like come to and like a. Just like pile a of bodies. pile of mutilated corpses. Yeah. yeah. The bad guys are all like naked, running around. Mm -hmm. That's what got yeah. me on the Eastern Promises thing. I was like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> there's a bunch of naked guys holding knives. What is this Eastern Promises? <laughs> I think yeah, for um, for what it is, it's really good, and it's really not that long either, which I think works in its favor. Yeah. I just think there's not like there's like a lack of uh, this isn't like a video game review podcast, but there's like yeah, a lack of like long on this. variety or whatever. Uh, but yeah, yeah, but I mean, like I think that like it, the game uses its like shock value of of showing you know nudity like grotesque violence mm -hmm. to kind of like cover up for being a little bit flat like right. it, it doesn't have a lot definitely in my opinion like i i played half of it and then i was like i'm just bored i'm going to watch the rest on yeah. youtube cuz i just cuz ultimately you're really it. just kind of running from place to place but but the reason that we're talking about it is that it is drenched in mk ultra and operation paperclip shit um, which we should talk about. So, um, the, the game doesn't, to my knowledge, like explicitly in, like during the gameplay, talk about MKUltra. I think there's it, it, one yeah. note. He one. But, then, but that's what I was going to say. The, yeah. the, in the documents, they do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so you could play the game and not ever know any of that, right? right. Um, but if you read the documents, the game states that this experimentation process that they're trying to do with the wall rider has been going on since world war two. Mm -hmm. And then Dr. Wernicke, who's the Nazi scientist, <clears throat> he was brought over in operation paperclip and helped the CIA run these experiments for however many years until like 2010 or whenever the game is set where well, 2009, his, his death, Right, yeah, oh yeah, he's allegedly, he's dead. But you find out at the end that he's not. Um, and he, he's been running these experiments for, you know, 60 years or whatever. I, honestly, um, that kind of gave me some uh, House of a Thousand Corpses vibes with uh, Dr. Satan. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to rewatch that. Well, the one dude, uh, looks, uh, Traeger, yeah. who is a, like, uh, executive turned... Uh, total psychopath. Yeah, yeah, total psychopath, like, quote. He, he, he calls like himself a doctor. But he, it, it is like the the guy from House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, yeah. He, he does look like yeah. Doctor Satan. It's kind of kind of alarming. But yeah, so the game is explicitly dealing with the CIA's history of abuse, uh, specifically against you know the mentally unwell. Because as we said, it takes place in an insane asylum. When you see a couple of perspectives, because there's like notes from the doctors, we're basically like we have to escalate to get the desired effect, which I guess is to become whatever ghost being the murder machine thing. thing. Yeah. Um, and then there's like the, 
you get a, there's a lot of uh, documents from like the legal department, mm-hmm. like saying like, well, there's uh, there's one side of it where they're like, we can use language that'll cover this up and nothing right. will ever happen. But there's also like stuff where it's like, why are they purposefully like making these people worse, which is what they're doing? Yeah, well, and like they talk, he, he talks about that. At the, Dr. Bernicke talks about that at the end, and we can get to that. But like, there's like, I mean, there's even one note where um, it's from one of the executives, and it's like. Uh, please accept this letter as notice of resignation for orderly number, blah, blah, blah. And commit and please, him. Please admit him until as his death. Until, yeah, until his death, right? So, like, any, you know, if the presumption being that if somebody catches wind of what's going on, they're just institutionalized, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also, um, at one point, one of the, the inmates says, quote, nobody cares about a few forgotten lunatics, right? Which is exactly right. I mean, that's... The one whole. of the reasons that the CIA, you know, did their experimentation <clears throat> on yeah. right people. because you know there were these basically like especially back then <clears throat> exactly. it's just like people who are like you know quote lost causes that would have no nobody no looking family, for them yeah right no friends and whatever happened to them happened and they mm-hmm. were forgotten but yeah so the game is explicitly dealing with those you know that history now I will say like. I as much as I like that there's a game that's like yeah this is you know let's talk about MK paper or MK paperclip MK ultra <laughs> yeah. crossover that we yeah. didn't want <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, I do personally think that a lot of the MK stuff that did happen in mental institutions was like you know like a limited hangout for some of the you know more successful stuff that they did under MK ultra because people love to talk about how like oh MK ultra was a failure LSD is not a mind control drug you know, whatever. Now, obviously, I think that MKUltra was successful because they spent, you know, however many millions of dollars. Well, and obviously, like, whatever you don't hear about, it's, like, more worrisome. Than right, yeah. right. Well, yeah, then the question's, like, well, why did, uh, I think it was Sidney Gottlieb who destroyed, like, 73,000 pages of documents before um, he was supposed to go on one of the committees. I think it was the church committee. You got to ask, you know, if it didn't work, why is he destroying all these right. documents? But yeah, um, what do you guys think of the that that MK angle? Um, I think it's like the, especially like having said that the, I guess I'm like nonplussed at this point by like the gameplay itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think that's definitely, especially like more recently because I was, you know, five years younger when I played it last. Right. It's like the most interesting part is like waiting to get to the next like document or 100%, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and. Yeah, I thought they did, like, pretty well with... I also think it was, like, the way that they went about describing how they, like, create the monster thing is basically, like, it cannot be achieved without exposing them to as much, like, horrific stuff as possible. Right, well, that's what... So, the at the end, Wernicke says, um, ex- the experiments needed a proximity to death yeah. to be successful, right? Well, and it's funny, they also... if The one... I think it's the only note in the game that's, like, from... Literally from MK Ultra from, like... 1953 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's much lighter, and it, but it's just like it's kind of shows you like as far as they've come up to that point in the game because it's like talking about an experiment they're doing on two women and like one woman's like a totally like terrified by guns or like hates guns or whatever. Yeah. But they hypnotize both of them, and basically force the one woman to pick up the gun and point it and pull the trigger on right. another to woman. Be like a mind control. And then they assassin. wake them both up, and she's like, "No, I would have never." There's right. No. Yeah. I wish there was more of that where yeah. they had kind of 
built up the extension from MK Ultra to whatever they're doing under this company the umbrella Murdoch stuff. Corporation, yeah. But I thought it was kind of cool. I mean, I'm sure you know stuff like that happened all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it was like very a very believable. Well, and one thing I really liked about like that 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 speech that Vernicky gives at the end, where he says the experiments need a proximity to death, is like. I, you know, I I read that at least as this like the game is suggesting that because like the experience worked in Nazi Germany or they they started to work right and then the war ended the Germ the Nazis came to the U S mm-hmm. and the experiments were unsuccessful until the you know the events of the like latter half of the twentieth century happened right right which like suggests that like you know contemporary America Life, is yeah. as proximal to death as yeah. Nazi Germany, which like that's probably an exa- that's an exaggeration, mm-hmm. but like the point being that like the 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 sickness, right? Like the the well, and you can obviously sickness is present here. You draw a clear line, like not only to the game, but to like what we're talking about in this podcast, to where like obviously he's also talking about because in the end of the game you become the host because right. you've witnessed so much and gone totally crazy, right. which is also the stuff as the player of the game that you are experiencing through the game, right. which I think is like a cool, at least for what we're doing here. It's like, it's yeah. like very like exhibit a of exactly what we're talking about. Right. Um, I agree though. I think that like, cause the game kind of moves away from the MK stuff at the end and goes into more of like a haunted house thing. Yeah. And so like, like the combination of like the supernatural with the, and I guess that's just like to make it more, fantastical which or like scary or whatever. I, but, but is it it's not supernatural right they, they say that at one point yeah, yeah. And, and i mean they dr uh, uh also mentions that like that the uh the nazis were under the impression that it was some kind of paranormal kind of alluding to the occults um right uh, fascinations yeah, yeah yeah that's kind of where the game lost me because like to, i mean to me like it's it would be scary enough to have a 120-year-old Nazi scientist facilitating and overseeing all these experiments. Like, yeah. you don't need to bring in this, like, nanobot ghost right. thing, right? Well, like, it's, it's, doing, kinda... it's kind of doing all the stuff that, like, I feel like is implied by, like, a Resident Evil game, except it is just a Nazi right. scientist who's leading the whole <laughs> thing, which is like, well, this is exactly what they would do. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, yeah. But, like, like I don't know. I, I was... I wish that... But yeah, it's, that I mean, it's kind of like, there's like, always, eh. and I feel like with video games or m- like movies, whatever content that's like this, it's going to, you know, come up to the line and then not cross it exactly and then make it into something, you know, fantasy. Right. Well, it almost reminds me of, um, there's this movie called The Banshee Experiment, which is, it's, it's decent, listener. Like, if you're looking for a movie about MK shit, it's, it's fine. But it's like a found footage movie with a journalist. And I won't get into the plot details, but, like, it starts with explicitly, like, you know, MK research. You see, like, it's not real, obviously, but, like, uh, alleged footage from these experiments of people, like, self-harming and, like, going crazy and shit. But then, of course, at the end, or, like, as the movie goes on, there becomes this supernatural component. And it's like, well, what MK research was really about was creating zombies. It's based, I mean... Yeah. In so much, you know, film, mm-hmm. that's what the the movie's getting at. And it, like, it almost to me, like, again, it's, I'm thankful that there's a game that talks about these things, but when they include, like, the wall rider shit or whatever, it almost, 
feels like kind of like a shit coding. Yeah, it takes away from like, right, what they're actually... Right, where like, you know, like... Well, I think you could view it in the other way is for like a lot of like, you know, the average person playing it, if they're making those connections or whatever, it's like, you know, the closest thing we can imagine to like whatever horrible things were being done to people is something that's like you can't imagine it so it's fantastical but it does exactly but it's like it's scarier if it's not fantastical yeah Yeah. right Mm -hmm. and that's what makes i think that's why so many people are fascinated by doing like this deep deep research is because it is like so diseased like yeah it's 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 kind of a kind of a bummer did either of you like look at the most viewed youtube videos about outlast no Mm -mm. (laughs) so um, like outlast explained or something no way worse um do you guys know uh mark i think it's markiplier yeah sure i don't know how to say his name huge video game streamer yeah yeah huge youtuber yeah so his he has like a like I got scared playing Outlast. Sure. And, like, it's got, like, however many Well, that's going to be most of, of what you find, I feel right. like. Right, yeah. but the thing, and that's what, like, that's, I, I kept thinking about this after I saw that that was, like, a video that was out there, was it's, like, I that dude absolutely does not know what MKUltra is. Or doesn't care, yeah. Or, or doesn't care, right? Yeah. And his viewers are going to watch those videos and not at all. Well, you know, yeah. It's going to be like, oh, this is just a spooky. When I think that's know. the thing with, like, I mean, partially what I'm saying about, like, that's why I played it back then, because I was like, I want to be scared or whatever. Well, just a lot of horror in general is played off as something to, like, be scared of without, like, looking at the actual context or the art behind it that's, like, trying to tell a specific story. Right. Um, And, I mean, not to sound too much like a, a literary critic or whatever, but, like, when people, like, rag on genres... Like science fiction or horror or I mean you, you get to talk about romance novels or whatever like I think a lot of that is that those I mean not romance novels so much but like sci-fi and horror and fantasy are like they they're actually like reflections of the real world right yeah and, they're, and a lot of the authors or creators or whatever are trying to communicate something about the world that they're writing from right, right? but if you tell the reader like this is something that you read and forget or you play and forget. You don't have to take it seriously because it's not real. Yeah. You're given a pass from having to right. think about like what the what the media is trying to When to I feel like yeah, like specifically horror games too. And I mean, I don't I can't think of that many that like I don't not that they don't tell good stories. I'm just saying that like this one has a specifically exceptionally, you know, interesting at least the setup for the story is interesting. Right. But I feel like because it is something that's already like uncomfortable and that like a lot of people can't handle in the same way that like a lot of horror movies, like it just is too upsetting for people to watch or like they don't want to be scared. Right. Uh, that it, yeah, it winds up being the type of thing that's just like, look at me get scared at this game for a few hours. Right. And then, it, yeah. And, and then usually those games end and they're like, oh, that was a cool scary game yeah back to work or whatever <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. but yeah so that was like I just kept thinking about like you know I mean we talk about this all the time I, this should be like the our, our thesis on the show is like you know can video games advance any kind of like coming to consciousness or yeah, higher or, level thinking yeah yeah <laughs> um, hey uh, speaking of which Alex could you beer me <laughs> yes <laughs> thank you Um, but but yeah I mean it's a, just another example of uh 
despite having like ex- <laughs> despite having explicit narrative about the CIA, it just you could just to- you don't need, if you didn't read the documents, you would never know. Yeah, yeah. It's just a haunted house. You, you, haunted house, Nazi scientist. Exactly yeah, right, it's... and you'd be like, "Oh, that's so wonky." There's a Nazi well, scientist this, like, in Colorado. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is something too that's like literally spelling that out for you. Whereas, like we talked about last right. time, like something like Far Cry is like fun, explodey game where yeah, you kill right, right, kill right. stuff, right. and it's like you there have it... to be insane already to like exactly, yeah. which is why we're here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so did you do any research into uh, institutionalization? And not much. <laughs> oh, goddammit. I'm sorry, folks. This is this is my last week of college ever, <laughs> so I've been a little busy, a little fried. So you think. Yeah. Oh, no. I ain't going back. <laughs> they can't make me go back. Well, I mean, then, but, I mean, like, that is, like, that's a very important context, too, right? Like, I actually don't know. I probably sh- I shouldn't say with certainty, but, like, I'm pretty sure that asylums like this don't really exist today yeah like i i know enough about it we could do a couple like a so i mean you had the um you had this deinstitutionalization movement um that occurred in the u.s um kennedy actually signed uh, i can't remember the name of the fucking um, yeah i mean it's pulling a bunch of like fear stuff up from like 19th 20th century asylum like yeah all the places yeah that got shut down that were like right basically torturing people right yeah yeah um even without the cia's help right oh yeah yeah it was just more or less just a push from yeah institutionalized care to outpatient care um well didn't i thought reagan did a lot of that yeah reagan also did that so um so like in california yeah so so kennedy or signed this law to effect that essentially was moving away from right from state run Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um into more local uh, outpatient centers. However, funding for those outpatient centers was never um, provided, provided right, in, yeah. in any meaningful sense. And then Reagan comes in and then cuts like, it. look, these centers don't work. We're going to yeah, yeah, let, let, them, yeah, right? yeah. Like, look at these things that we didn't fund. Can't you believe they don't work? It's crazy. Let's cut the funding even more. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you have, you have that aspect of it. If, like if you want some more information on this, I'd highly recommend doing some research on it. As always, <laughs> uh, listener, yeah. do, do your, your own research. research. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that, and that's like an interesting thing. I think we talked about this separately, but like, you know, people are always, you know, I'm like, I don't know. I probably shouldn't come out. I'm going to keep my own position occluded, but if, <laughs> <laughs> here we go. If, if you're gonna, if you're gonna talk about like, abolishing a social service which like there are plenty of social services in america that are like hellish and and are evil Mm -hmm. right you've got to have like some kind of replacement you can't just be an anarchist and be like well we'll figure it out all right there goes half our listeners yeah i was gonna say we're just lost that's fine yeah Yeah. that's fine listen if you're an anarchist you're listening to this you're probably 16 yeah watch it one day listen here's what's gonna happen you're gonna lose your virginity You're gonna gonna, no, do do not cut this. (laughs) I swear, no. You're gonna lose your virginity. You're gonna read some Lenin, and you're gonna come around. Okay, you'll get there. I promise. I was the same way. I swear to God, if you cut this, I'm gonna be so mad. This is. (laughs) I I needed to hear this when I was 16. Okay. Um, No, but like, um, there is nothing wrong with mutual aid. Well, yeah. There, there are there's some things where, you know, if you're coming up against a a system that is hierarchical. (laughs) 
uh, and you're trying to work against it, like you may also need a hierarchical system. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. I'm not I'm not yeah. anti-mutual. Like I mean yeah. that that'd be like what your neighbor comes over and asks for some salt. You're gonna say no. Yeah. People are gonna think I'm so illiterate. <laughs> um, no, but uh. I mean, I am illiterate, but... Uh, I can't even say hierarchical. <laughs> um, but, uh, but no, I mean, like, you, like, that, like, this institutionalization thing is, like, a great example of what happens if you just say, like, oh, this is bad, let's get rid of it. Like, mm-hmm. no plan in place to address it, no funding, mm-hmm. no alternative. It's, like, yeah. you need a service for people mm-hmm. who, yeah. you know, like, can't maintain, like life in society right? and then there's a whole conversation of like well should society be structured to allow for people like yeah we should like, also talk about the healthcare system in america. <laughs> oh jesus christ all right yeah, yeah. Think, but okay that, my, that, my that was the other 50 percent there's yeah, once again yeah, we're back to it. just my mom hi yeah. mom um no but, but i mean <laughs> at least for, we're not talking about live leak this time but, yeah right <laughs> we could um <laughs> yeah you know yeah that's that's something that i was thinking a lot about playing this game was like you know that yeah, these suck, and the game. I mean, asylums suck, right? But yeah, you know, not having anything is yeah probably worse. Um. Well, why? Well, and it's like a three-hour game. It's supposed to be scary. Yeah, it's in a very specific setting. But yeah, absolutely. Another I, thing. Oh, I'll, I'll, before we end this, and and what? Um, this this little little segment oh, yeah. here. Okay. Um, to the those listeners out there that <laughs> maybe. Uh, anarcho-curious like myself. <laughs> you, you are heard. You are valid. And there fuck the yeah. rest go. Sure. There sure. they go. But fuck these other two tankies. Hi. You're, yeah, you're, you're 16. You're valid. You're just uh, a child. Um, no, but um, another thing that, that comes up in this game is uh, the privatization of intelligence agencies, right? So... One of the like things that you can find in a document is, so the asylum that you're exploring was the same asylum where they did MK research. Like it's the same place, and then the Murkoff Corporation bought, bought it. it, right? And then they were closed down in like the mid early aughts or whatever, and then they came back as an NGO. Yeah, it was like a uh, it was a nonprofit nonprofit for yeah, yeah philanthropic. Organization, uh-huh. which like, you know, very much brings to mind like Gates Foundation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no, but I mean like the um, like a lot of the black sites and and stuff over in the Middle East. Yeah, it's not gonna be full of CIA government <laughs> agents. It's not CIA employees. Right. They're contractors. Yeah, I mean, it, I I did some uh, some very very heavy research on um, black sites and shit. Um, talking about was this, a thesis on uh, the uh, was it on Gladio and um, the post nine eleven state. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I mean, a lot of these places. I for for example did a, a, a dive into um, the happenings at uh, Abu Ghraib. Yeah, I was gonna say Abu Ghraib. Uh, Abu yeah. Ghraib. However, I'm, I'm not fluent. In Abu that. Ghraib. Abu Gharibi, Abu Gharibi, Gharib, Gharib. Yeah, you know uh, what we're talking Abu about. Abu Anyway, so um, the <laughs> yes, we are stupid. <laughs> we are stupid at this table. Um, and the people that were prosecuted um, were essentially just the guards. All the interrogations and shit 
were conducted by either CIA officials or other private contractors that committed the murders where these people are posing next to the bodies in the pictures. Why did they get prosecuted? Because they were in the evidence. It wasn't the right. people that committed the act. Yeah, you got to kill the yeah. paper trail to the... It, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, right. that's... Not, not Don't feel bad for those people. Fuck them. But at the same time, they were not the ones that were... Right. were they, they Yeah, did they commit horrible acts? Yes, they fucking did. Um, but it was but, also... I mean, didn't, un, even, un, didn't, like, Kissinger even know un, about the stuff at Abu Ghraib? Or one of the, like, um, bigwigs in the Bush administration. It's I, not worth... It doesn't you know, matter. I, I think but, probably Rumsfeld. Yes, yeah, I think it was Rumsfeld. Rumsfeld what about Kissinger? Mistaken. Jesus Christ. Yeah, no. R- wrong decade. You should cut that. Yeah, well. Um, but, um... But yeah, um, you know, I mean, it's and it's not like the CIA wasn't using assets and and non-employees to. Well, the thing is, it's all inter- interconnected. It's intertwined. Right, but like, but like the large move in like the eighties and nineties, and then especially to privatize all of it. Yeah, to privatize yeah. all of it. Right, to get it out from under oversight. So it's not, yeah, it's not. It doesn't have the American flag. You can't do FOIA requests. Right, right. Like it's because it's a corporate project, not. And it's all protected project. by like hundreds of lawyers. Exactly. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like uh, and um, uh, intellectual property rules yeah, and regulations. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're never gonna find that shit. Yeah, and then for them to go from from the CIA to an NGO, or sorry, to a corporation to an NGO is yeah that kills me. That's hilarious. Like that rocks. Yeah. yeah that they they hit it pretty much on the head with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the game like it's weird like the game is like pretty pilled i'd say yeah, yeah. absolutely right? i just think like it's pe- whoever wrote it like clearly knows a yeah. lot of history and it just goes back to, to like it. yeah you'd have to already be insane to like right. i feel like totally fully comprehend right like it's it's you know and i mean i don't you know you gotta ask like would a game that's not at all obfuscating or whatever would that ever even get made like probably not i don't know like, Unless it's, you know, it's pro. promoting yeah, the yeah, violence. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. the, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like certain uh, war games we'll eventually cover that aren't out yet. But yeah. yeah. Um, Six Days in Fleasure, baby. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> Release date coming soon. I can't oh, God. wait to play that. That's going to be so good. <laughs> oh, that's, um, yeah, that's going to just. One thing, one thing that was interesting was, like, there was a lot of, uh, you know, like, ritualistic stuff to it right like and i think that i you know we don't know as much about a lot of these experiments as i wish we did but like do we though like i don't know if i if I, oh yeah if my, if my fragile psyche is ready to <laughs> understand i want i want to know speaking for myself but like you like you, a, you want a nice white padded room yeah, <laughs> after yeah, that? Yeah, I want to I want to go to. Uh, yeah, they'll tell you right before you never get heard from again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hate when I you know trip and fall and shoot myself in the back of the head <laughs> twice. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, but the the ritualistic element to a lot of this stuff, right? And like when we talked about the serial killer shit last week and the program to kill stuff, like a lot of the the serial killers who were you know adjacent to project phoenix or or mk shit like got heavily invested in satanic the satanic church or you know did ceremonial or ritualistic murders right like um in this game 
a lot of the the patients have like ceremonial scarring, mm-hmm. right? Like on their chest. I, I mean, shit. You have the priest character, mm-hmm, exactly. Was it, right. was it uh, Father Martin or whatever he goes yeah. by? Yeah, and and he, you know, there, like, he like immolates himself on a cross, and there's mm-hmm. you know, ten insane people all around him who are like in different you know religious postures. Um, it's a non-denominational uh, <laughs> worship <laughs> <Yeah>. of. <laughs> The unholy. Um, but I mean, it reminds me of. It's a branch of the Unitarian <laughs> Universalist Church. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't get me started. Um, <laughs> we're religious, but we're also liberal. Um, no, uh, but like, <laughs> sorry, but um, but Bataille, like Bataille, the the French philosopher, talks about. Uh, like the ritual of violence and like bringing you like witnessing violence is getting as close to death as possible right like you can vicariously experience what are you, you guys are both looking at something behind oh, me. there's a cat in the window oh, okay. yeah cool. <laughs> captain's right there um but uh just docks to cj's cat <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but uh but yeah i mean the 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 ritualistic component to a lot of this and i i can't help but and maybe this is just my own like paranoid delusions, but I can't help but imagine that some of the people, whether they're you know, <laughs> what is that thing that looks like a penis? <laughs> CJ is like trying to, fo- trying to focus. Trying to focus. What is that? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think here, and you guys are talking about. Let's get back to booty, I'm my sorry. favorite philosopher. Booty. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, God. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, it's like white like captain. pronouncing uh, it's like fucko instead of fuko. Yeah, or like, that's yeah. my second favorite. It's booty and fucko. No, my, my favorite. My favorite. When I, I used to do this in grad school, sometimes I would sometimes refer to things instead of Kafkaesque as uh, Kafkian, <laughs> which like I don't know if it bothered people as much as I wanted it to, but. Um, no, but like I just can't help but imagine, but believe that there's some there for some of the people who do this shit that there's like a ritual component, right? That whether they think that they're like helping in the fight against global communism or against global jihad or whatever, that they are they are like a you know an Inquisition soldier. Oh, absolutely. And and, and and as a result, they are it becomes more than like in from hell, right? Like where uh, you wind up worshiping Moloch. Yeah. No, you think you're, yeah. Cause you think you're doing what the, the right for the world. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I'm serious. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And like, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's like, you know, you get, you put yourself on not just a scientific quest, but a holy quest. And there's all these documents in the game where the, the, the executives have to tell the scientists, remember this isn't actually God you're discovering. Right. It's science. And it's like, well... What's the difference? Yeah, I yeah. mean, to these people, like, I think that, you know, they've co- really come to worship... Like, they are worshiping the violence that they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it becomes a replacement for... Like, that religious impulse gets projected onto, you know, the... the on the depravity. On the Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. On the depravity. <laughs> depravity. <laughs> that was my there impression of Alex just now. <laughs> no, that was good. You're right. You're right. Um... Can you tell my liberal arts is <laughs> better than Booty? <laughs> <laughs> is it though? <laughs> George Booty. <laughs> George, Bo- um, George Booty did 9 <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, now he was a sicko and a pedophile, so I'm not like a George Bataille stan or anything. But hey, he has some of his work is interesting. The guy from Star Trek. Cool. <laughs> what are you God talking about? Man. George Takei? Is that where we're going? <laughs> oh, yeah. Was it? You can't call him George Booty. <laughs> no, no, you, no, no. You said. <laughs> oh <my> God, <laughs> we're getting our wires shit. crossed here at Mind Games. <laughs> uh, no, no, because you're saying. I always thought his name was pronounced George Takai. <laughs> so when you say it, Oh, Bataille. Bataille. Yeah. Bataille. <laughs> For every ten listeners, we lose at least seven every episode. <laughs> yeah, for, we're in the we're in the red folks. <laughs> yeah. Um But yeah, that's a, that's about uh that's about all the notes that I got here. Um yeah, lots of Nazi scientists. US has become a death state just like Nazi Germany. Um Yep. Oh, the, and the, oh, yeah, fuck. Talking about the ritual thing and, and faith. Um, at one point, one of the characters says, God died with the gold standard. We have a more... Oh, no, it's... um, Who's the executive guy? Traeger. Traeger, yeah. yeah. he says, God died with the gold standard. We have a more concrete faith now. As he's referring to the murder that he's doing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the game makes that explicit. Mutilation of... Yeah. yeah. Ritualistic mutilation and, and you know torture don't want to be this guy but the batteries are dying oh true how much time do we have i have no fucking idea but the it's, <laughs> it's uh pretty on point for this video game yeah yeah that's true yeah exactly yeah, hey, yeah. Look at that. there we go Welcome we're coming full around. circle folks um if you hear any chains or water splashing behind us yeah fucked. yeah um <laughs> anything that uh you guys wanted to add that we didn't talk about no that was a pretty rousing discussion. I usually have to I have to interject something about the apocalypse. I feel like I have on every show. I don't know. World's ending, baby. No. Yeah. <laughs> um This is a pro apocalypse. Hey, hey, podcast. hey, this this, this game it, it's entertaining. I, I, I think it's entertaining. If, if you want to Are we doing final Oh doing, I I, I think yeah, yeah, probably because yeah, I mean I don't Go know ahead, how much yeah. time let's, we got let's here. Let's get to uh swimming pools. Yep. Um it's a it's a good jump scare game. If you ever wanted to play Blair Witch Project in a mental asylum, like, yeah. this is pretty much it. I do want to say really quick, a lot of people said, like, oh, this game is great because it's taking the found footage genre and, like, transcribing it to video games. And I, I would agree like, with that. Yeah, but, like, my question is, why would you do that? Like, that's kind of a... I, I mean, think about it this way. Like, it makes up for a lot of the failings of, of the game itself because, I mean, you have... <laughs> in the same way that the found the footage... is good because... Well, we're trying to say it's a, it's a gimmick game. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's a gimmick. Just like found footage, which I love. Found oh, yeah, footage Kate movies. is like the guru. If you ever DM him about found footage, but, that's like all he knows about. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but yeah. it's definitely a gimmick, and I think, honest... Like I said, I didn't... Not to interrupt your final take but i'm just like take it take no it. i was just saying like I'm, i was like by the time i played it this time i was like very over it i guess and um i really think that it was fun from the context of what we're talking about and it's like that's that's it made for good discussion yeah yeah i think it's a good game more because of the content and like the the stuff going on what little story there is is like the most interesting part yeah of it. i 100 percent agree um how many swimming pools for me yeah um I don't know. I think it's like, it's up there. I, I think it's like three three point seven five swimming pools of blood. <laughs> How specific are we? Make this <laughs> no, I, it's however specific you want it to be. That's right. No, I mean I think it's like. This is not real. Yeah, like we said, I think it's like, it's very disgusting. It's very visceral. It's very. I think it's if you're already insane, like we said, it's like a good 
yeah. uh, look into or education on the type of like MK plus 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 continuation of or possible continuation of what's going on. And I would say that like I I didn't talk about it when it would be appropriate to talk about it, but like I think that the time it came out is still sort of relevant because I feel like we were dealing with a lot of the stuff like the Abu Ghraib and like the torture camp shit that we were running like through the you know probably Iraq still and running Afghanistan and yeah, still war running. on terror stuff yeah um, and that yeah that we're still I'm sure you know but looking at you Eric Prince yeah <laughs> I don't really know it's hard to, I, please I don't, please don't kill me the scale is hard to define because I don't know if we're saying more swimming pools is more detrimental or if it's more like educational or both at the same time yeah. um but yeah i say 3.75 whatever that means i i'm gonna say um that this is i'm gonna give this a, a four and a half out of five swimming pools full blood because just for the one scene alone where you get uh where traeger cuts your two of your fingers off and then you proceed to vomit <laughs> <laughs> on, yeah. on like right next to your bloodied uh little fingertips yeah yeah nubs like yeah. yeah no it's i mean it's a gruesome game i mean it's, it, really it's fucking yeah it's gross yeah it's fucking gross it's like i mean i've heard outlast 2 is worse in that Stay department tuned. but like yeah but i i definitely was playing and i was like this is probably about as far as you could push it without yeah it's over the top for sure yeah it's yeah. like yeah well, wait wait till how <laughs> last three on the next gen uh They're Unre- making Unre- one on un- called- on what unreal engine five yeah i think so. oh yeah. god yeah oh my god i'm gonna need therapy after that <laughs> fucking one yeah i yeah i can't tell if it's i wouldn't say it's detrimental though i would say that if you're looking at it in the right light it is a good yeah i mean i would like and if nothing else it's like fun to get scared and play a game. oh it, it's it, if you are looking for a jump scare game this might be your fucking game yeah, yeah. and that's why it's known for that i jumped yeah. over a couch oh yeah i threw out my back it. yeah i had to go see a fucking chiropractor because i couldn't <laughs> that body that dropped couldn't walk yeah, yeah. um yeah, I would. I'd go ahead and I'll give it like three point five. Um, I mean, I don't think I don't think that there's like a way to play it that is like like you said, where it comes across as like propaganda, right? Right. It's easy to play it and just like totally miss, like we said, all of the yeah. the deep state shit. But um, it's not like not like Far Cry where you could yeah. easily get like a lot of wrong ideas. Yeah. You know, I, you mentioning it coming out like. But I, I, I was thinking, like, that did get me thinking about, like, this game as, like, uh, kind of, like, cribbing a little bit from, like, the torture porn genre. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I, I kept thinking of Saw, too, yes, while we were playing right. it. We were talking about, like, we are talking about, like, horror media reflecting real life. And yeah, the whole, exactly. that whole right. movement came from, from people, people watching, shit. like, you know, yeah, people getting shot exactly. on the TV. Right, again. right, right. And that's, like, I think, like, that's, like, this game couldn't have been made for a lot of reasons but one of them is that like it it, it needs that kind of i'm trying to imagine the nes version of this <laughs> yeah i'm sure there's a they make those d makes now there's oh yeah an outlast make. um but yeah like you know it would I want to see an outlast that you can play on a ti-84 <laughs> see it's the doom version yeah i think in it's... fact i think that like more than found footage i mean because there's that like that's the gimmick element of it but like as far as generic conventions go I, w- I think it's much closer to absolutely. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, yeah, when I mean, you're getting into like torture porn kind of shit, like I mean, you have 
the one scene, I don't know if you uh, ended up finding that note or having the camera on, is right as you're escaping the sewer part of it, mm-hmm. and um, you're making it back, making your way back up into the uh, the basement now, yeah. and um, it's right before you lose a couple digits. If you enter one of the rooms on the wall, it, it has like a, a list of like it says like uh, fingers first, yeah. then balls, then tongue. Yeah, and, yeah, and like yeah. The, the methodology in which they're yeah. like yeah. increasing this like horrible torture. They're escalating, these right? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, the found That's footage thing is... snuffy. It's the found, just, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, that, that found, kind of sent a chill up my spine. The found footage thing, like, like... Oh, I got a note. What is this? Oh, <laughs> God, what the fuck? I didn't even notice that. I was just trying to find batteries. The the thing with the found footage shit, too, is, like, I feel like a lot of those movies are, like, pretty conservative in showing you things, right? Like, you know, yeah. Blair Witch famously, like, you don't really ever see anything until maybe at the very end. You know what I mean? Even then, it's like you never yeah. see a blurred motion. Yeah. Exactly right. And then you know, even like that movie I mentioned, the Banshee chapter. Like, you see some disturbing stuff, but it's only like every twenty or thirty minutes. You know, yeah. like whereas but something like Hostel, I would is like. Yeah, I would definitely or Hostel two more. I but. wouldn't be you know being a found footage expert. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't like. I would definitely always draw more of a comparison to like yeah like the gore porn torture porn stuff of like the early aughts to this than I would like a found footage yeah. horror style or whatever. Right. Um and I think that is intentional. Yeah, I would agree. Um I think I gotta... it's almost to the detriment of the game to where it's at by the end I don't care as much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's not really an escalation of violence it's in this just game. All sudden, it's yeah, yeah, fr- from the get go, really, it blows its load in like the first hour. Yeah, like. yeah, and then it it just keeps coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, didn't say it like that, man. I guess I started. <laughs> On it. that note, well, I gotta give it swimming pools. I oh, I said three point five. Yeah. Never mind. But yeah, it's fine. Play it if you want to. It's well, once again, if it's Halloween time, you look yeah. for a scare. Yeah, I mean, we're so we, we're always very all over the place on like how we feel with the game. We're not like a video game review podcast. We're just like talking about what we're thinking about in yeah. the moment. Um, yeah, it's okay. It's yeah, it's just <laughs> fine. In a weird way, I think it's the closest thing we've come to. And obviously, we keep trailing off into other conversations. Like it's the closest <laughs> thing we've come to like having the most to talk about directly because there's so much in the game that's just like in your face about what we're talking about here. So yeah, in that way, it's great. Oh, we didn't even touch on that, like, <laughs> I think maybe the most, maybe... <clears throat> Choking on my own spit, and there we go, go on. Yeah, maybe the most, like... <clears throat> you good? Maybe, we'll see. Okay. Um, it, it rocks that there is, like, an ice, an icy yeah. Nazi lab underneath. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, like, I meant to get into that more, but it's, get into that. It's, it's like, I feel like the... It's like the Superman's... ultimate version of like the Resident Evil, but it's yeah, like yeah. this is like what the closest thing to real life would be. Right. Right. And that's I think that's also something that they don't really talk about with Resident Evil. It's like where did you get like this kind of like mentality of like right. going to do all these like crazy fucking medical experiments? I mean, yeah. it, it seems very like well, there's the it, whole. It, it I should mean, be like on the, on the nose. They have the element of like the super <clears throat> corporation, but they don't necessarily connect it to the government like, stuff. But right, yeah. it's it's to, like it's a corporate shit. Evil. Yeah, right. Um, so whereas this is like a that's good crossover. Always, yeah. yeah, of like yeah. what's actually going on. But yeah, there is listener a an enormous 
ice cave filled base underneath <laughs> the yeah he the, mentioned something because you find you finally find billy who's the wall writer a uh, guy the, yeah who's like proxy inside of a, a like a basically a back to tank from star wars <laughs> and like the note your character writes is like they're using an entire football field full of like machinery to keep this guy alive yeah what was that line that you burn it all down that line that you quoted that was really funny Uh, yes yeah most of the lines especially for the first part of the game where he's like reacting to what he's seeing is like amazing yeah um he says when he first sees the big man oh oh, walker chris walker yeah yes a line i will never not remember from outlast (laughs) which is what i said earlier is looks like somebody tried to fuck start his head with a cheese grater (laughs) (laughs) so just for that alone i would say Give it, give it a go. I feel like I feel like the if you were to give this game like a tagline, I think it probably has one. But if I were going to give it one, it would be this quote, which is, um, "I've been fucked in the brain by Nazis." <laughs> one of the characters says that at one point. He also says, awesome. in reference to whatever the priest's name is, he describes him as looking like a kitty fiddling priest or something. I was. Crazy. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, lots of color. It's a colorful game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a really <laughs> yeah. kind word for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it did kind of give me some um, the suffering uh, vibes. I don't know if either of you ever played that. No, but we're gonna talk about it eventually. Yeah, that that with just its like extreme depiction of like violence and uh, depravity mm-hmm. within an institutionalized context. I yeah. mean, that that being a some kind of like supermax prison on an island, if I'm mm. not mistaken. Yeah. But very. Isn't that the game with the all the the different types of ex- execution? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the where the different manners of execution are in which the monsters that you are coming across. That's how they appear. Is like. Yeah, yeah. So like the um for like lethal injection, they have like the main liners, and they're like these guys are all all like you know skinny and, and and just got fucking needles and track marks Jesus. all over them. That's sick. Um, also, is... it, it's very, very vulgar, very explicit for the sake of being explicit. And I, I think that that kind of translates over to this in, in a way. Nice. Yeah, I can see that. I was going to say, <clears throat> this is something we could add or not, and you can cut this if we don't add don't worry, it. But I, I was, and I know you're not really playing anything, but I was thinking like we could, at the end, say like what we're playing for fun outside of the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So what are you playing for fun? Uh, I have only been playing games for the podcast. Okay. So I'm playing Returnal right now. And I'm having a very good time. <laughs> are um, you gaming at all? I I am not gaming. Uh, I've been uh, mind gaming so just too much it. with uh, <laughs> cut this <laughs> with, with school stuff. But I feel like um, I'll I'll be back in those uh, PUBG mobile. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. Dead ass. I fucking kill that shit. <laughs> I'm so good at that. So much PUBG mobile. That's I am funny. so good at that game. PUBG on console or, or or computer? Fuck no! I get murked in like two seconds. <laughs> PUBG mobile. Now we're talking. That's amazing. I I actually I've been playing He's a, a PUBG lot of mobile. Uh, mobile prodigy. Yeah. <laughs> PUBG mobile. Do you want to send us some sponsorship though? Like this hit, episode hit is me sponsored up. by PUBG mobile. Fuck yeah! Doesn't Microsoft own that now? Oh uh, god, we're getting sued. Oh shit. <laughs> um, no, I've I have been playing. Um, I've been in a lot of trainings at work, so I've been playing um, Magic the Gathering Arena on my phone. Right on. Which is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I hope, listener, if you play, DM me and I'll play with you when I'm bored. Um, it's really fun. 
I've been playing chess too, actually. Nice. Yeah, Fucking that's a game. Nerd. We should start playing virtual chess on the that's PS5. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. Not on the PS5. Uh, we could yeah. play it together, I mean. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Um, someone recommended that we do uh, Payday 2. Yeah. Oh, which I've is heard a, it. Okay. I mean, okay. Seen, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, have you played it? Yeah, a little bit. It's like a co-op shooter, but mm-hmm. apparently like you like steal. Robber. Yeah, but yeah. apparently you like steal from the Illuminati and shit. Like it's haven't gotten of, that deep into yeah, it. Yeah, but it's also co-op, so we could like play it together, right which would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Do we know what we're My covering next it. week? Uh, we're about to figure next it out. Time. Okay. All right. Uh, Alex suggested Bioshock. Yeah, I've never played Bioshock, so okay. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, one or infinite. I don't care. Let's do one. Okay. By um, wait, Bioshock one. No, just like the first Bioshock. Yeah, so how, what what system is that even going to be on? Is that it's like, on, it's like it's it's on it's on it's on everything PlayStation now. now. Yeah, oh, it can, is on now. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like fuck. It. I'm gonna yeah. have to like. No, <laughs> they, like, like, they, like I'm gonna have to like you can buy a DualShock Two controller from some guy yeah. in a parking lot. No, you can play on the Switch even if you want to. That's cool. Okay, now I'm I'm feeling better about this now. Yeah. Yeah, Bioshock would be good. We're gonna listen. We're gonna do Bioshock, and we're all gonna read the Fountainhead in the next six days. Oh So we can talk about. Ayn Rand. Ayn Rand. Oh, God. Fuck that bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. Yeah. Uh, this has been Mind Games. <laughs> <laughs>